You are now tuned in to Conversations with Yaya with your host, Ayana Yaya Ellis. Hello, everybody. Hello. So I'm excited about today's reader's choice. She is sex. She's a sex health expert, right? To get it right. I don't want to call you no sex expert. Sex health and wellness expert. She's my friend, Kimmy LaVage. You can go on her, sh- uh, on her site, vforvage.com. She knows everything you need to know, any questions you have about your pH, balance, toys, anything, like anything, mental health, as far as sex is concerned, everything, Kimmy's your girl, right? But Kimmy is here because she read my book, Twerking in the City, and (laughs) she has a chapter that she wants to talk about, and we're going to get into a lot of different things, but we're going to talk about this chapter first, right, Kimmy? So... (laughs) What's, what's your chapter and why? Talk to me about this chapter you chose. So my favorite chapter is chapter three, and that one's called Foolish. So essentially, it's basically about, you know, letting go of the people that don't serve us. And then it kind of leads into uh, what I call fuckboy attractions. And um, my favorite part was basically just talking about being delusional when you're in kind of situationships and not really recognizing that it's not for you or kind of clinging to it because you feel that familiarity or the convenience. And I know I've been there and I call that um, the dumb Kim phase. Mm-hmm. That's obviously my least favorite part of my life, like as far as relationships, but it's it was the segment of my life where I learned the most lessons about love and romance and how you're supposed to be treated and things of that nature so being able to read that and see that there's other women who have had that phase or Mm -hmm. are going through that phase it kind of made me feel more relieved a little bit more confident because I was like all right well you know it passes and then we, we learn from it so that we can move forward and we can either teach other women how to move better or you know kind of steer ourselves away from those kind of situations so you know I think, I think we all have gone through that phase I think it's I hope. <laughs> yeah no I think see the thing is a lot of women won't admit it they won't admit that they've been dumb they won't admit that they've exaggerated their place in a man's life before mm-hmm. they won't admit that they played the fool and it's nothing wrong with that you know what I mean it's like you play the fool it happens and as long as you learn from it Mm-hmm. And it's all good. It's like we're, we're all experimenting when it comes to these men and it comes to these relationships, right? Exactly. And so when you don't know yourself and you're learning yourself and, you know, if you were raised a certain way and you have certain morals, it's just, you know, whatever your surroundings are, you may feel like, well, this is the right way. If you got a bunch of friends that's being side bitches, right? <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're not going to feel away <laughs> if you meet a guy and he got a girl or whatever, right? Because you're, you're in good company. All your friends around you are stupid. Nobody can't judge you, right? Um, <laughs> if you're with a man that's, you know, just not good for you in any sense of the word, and you don't really know yourself, and you haven't really experienced anything, and it seems like the norm around you, then that's what you're going to wind up doing, right? And then one day you wake up and you're like, nah, this can't be life. This, this cannot be love this ain't love because number one you know it doesn't feel good right it doesn't feel good so you know it's wrong right so when it doesn't feel good what does that what does that feel like for you what did it feel like for you being in that situation being in a situation with someone that you knew wasn't right 
I think it was more embarrassment out of anything because at first it was kind of like everything was great so you don't really notice the shit you know it was like sprinkling sugar on shit like they say and then eventually when you step in it you realize like the shit is kind of whack right <laughs> the shit stinks <laughs> I wonder what you know happy people are doing right now because I'm surely the fuck not so but <laughs> When it got to that point, it was like, okay, well, let me get my exit strategy together and yeah, for the hills. And then, unfortunately, when it's somebody that's for everybody, you kind of see other people stepping in the shit, and you're like, oh, because see, that's that's uh, another thing. Somebody that's for everybody. So we talking about community, Dick, right? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. And you know what I find? I find that when we go through that phase of being foolish, as Chapter Three is titled. When we go through that phase, it's always with somebody that has community dick, right? Because if it, if it was with someone that was responsible, they wouldn't be putting you through the bullshit, right? <laughs> it's always somebody that's for everybody. It's always somebody with community dick that... Do you think there's a small part of us that feels like we could change that community dick? Do you think it's a small part of us that feels like we're so special and, and our shit is so good that this community dick is going to stop spreading love for us is 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 that what happens i think it depends sometimes they feed us shit that we want to believe you know yeah girl you know you're the one and all that bullshit and if that's what you're being fed then you know you're going to eat it up because it feels good and then you try to mold it as you go along mm-hmm. for me i i knew it was for everybody i just didn't want to acknowledge it and why not and you know i was willing to for certain why not um i don't know i guess because of the comfort the familiarity of the whole situation, it was like, well, if I start over now, you know, I got to get to know a new nigga and deal with all their foolishness. So they say, um, go with the evil, you know, and that's kind of where I was, but. Mm, that familiarity. Right. It, and that's the dangerous part. Cause you'll get stuck in a rut and you keep leaning back on that. Cause it's, it's there and it's secure. What's the longest you stayed? Okay. I'm, this is a two part question. What's the longest you stayed in a foolish situation? And what did you learn once you, how did it grow you once you came out of it? So let's, let's start with the first part. How long were you in it? All right, so how long, well, off and on, the longest stint was four years. Okay. Yeah. And, and then you come up out of that, like what, what went off in your mind to make you say, I don't want to be foolish anymore. What went off in your mind and as a result of that, how did you grow as a woman? What did you learn? Somebody close to said person told me to run. Mm. And the the person who it was, I was like, you're saying that about, okay, well, it was a revered person. So I realized that if that, if that person's saying you need to take your shit up and run, that's like if you were a guy and his mother is like, my son is no good. Leave my son alone. It's like his mama is his mama is telling you this. Like you exactly. need to- so it was like, wow, you if you're willing to say that to me, then that means obviously it's visible. A other people are watching me run around here looking like an ass. Yeah. And if I don't follow this advice, I'm gonna probably get hurt even more. So that was the final straw, I guess you could say. Okay, all right. So we, we all were foolish at one point. We all played ourselves one, two, three, four times. You know, I mean, I, I dipped my toe in the foolish pond quite a few times. 
Because you feel like, okay, you go through it one time, you meet someone that's similar, you think you know what to do and how to deal with it. And it's like, no, you just don't deal with that person at all that has these traits of being a fuckboy. Like, you can't change it, you can't fix it, there's nothing you could do about it except to avoid those types of men being foolish. And then when you grow up, you don't even, you can't even fathom dealing with the type of man that you used to deal with or even deal right. with. Right, it's not even shit. attractive anymore. It's kind yeah, of like- it's like, so, so how did you grow as a woman um, once you came up out of that? Well, A, I realized like, I know the kind of person I am and I know that I'm super caring and sometimes to a fault. So I'm watching this person kind of railroad themselves and it's like, oh my God, I can fix this. Like, I know what you need. That ain't it. A woman, yay, come on. <laughs> exactly. I, I got and then you. You, you pour yourself into this vessel with a hole in it and then leave. Mm-hmm. So after a while, it's like, all right, well, I'm running low on energy. I need to find somebody who's going to pour into me. And that's where I was. The, the doors of the church are now open. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> the doors of the church is open. That's right. That's right. And then once you take those blinders off, you realize this, this niggas out here. So wait. <laughs> What's, here? What's going on? Why was I stuck up on the community dick and this mad, lovely shit going well, on? They could keep that park open. I'm good on that one. That, mm, like, good, good, good. <laughs> you, you know what else? I, you know what I noticed? What I learned? when you're dealing with a foolish situation versus a healthy social situation, the sex is different. Mm. Right? So you think you're getting some good, good, Mm -hmm. but in the words of Biggie, thought he worked this till I handle my biz. (laughs) You You think you're getting some bomb ass stuff and then you get into a healthy situation and you're like, hold up. <laughs> so hold up. Yeah, okay. Now you dig it back like, yo, your shit was trash. Like, yeah. So, as the sex, wellness, health expert, <laughs> in your professional opinion, I want you to talk to the people out there and me. And school us on how, you know, healthy sex, pretty much. Because, you know, a lot of times when you're in these, we're going to keep calling it foolish situations, women, we go through a lot of issues with our lady parts because of the person that we're with. The person that we're with may not have the best hygiene. We think they do. They think they do, right? Mm -hmm. Um, They may not have the best hygiene mentally, it ain't right. So it affects you physically. It affects you sexually. So, so, so give, me some, give me some stuff. Talk to the people about pH so, balance. Let's talk about pH balance. Yes. So pH balance is super important because it's the, the factor that affects your vaginal health. And everything that goes on inside of us is often affected by how our pH is functioning on a daily basis. So if you're dealing with community dick, for example... Hmm not being safe or they're not being hygienic they can carry a lot of things to you so you're getting bacteria from other people you might be getting rectal bacteria you might be getting kinds of vaginal wait hey go back to that rectal bacteria real quick expound (laughs) on that please (laughs) so if they're participating in anal sex we're not going to say where that anal may be coming from so to speak but if it's not protected 
there is bacteria that can dwell on the surface of a penis and come home to you. So, so, so do you recommend men that perform anal sex that they use condoms? Definitely, definitely. Now, it, now you we, know, folks ain't out here. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> Particularly with with those who share and share often. Most of the times, they're not being safe. So the pings of the community, <laughs> the neighborhood picks. Uh, so definitely protection is important. Lubrication is important. Because if they're tearing someone's anus up on a regular, <laughs> you know, they're carrying blood and uh, fecal matter home people, partners. That's, that's dangerous for a woman because that's where the transmission begins. So we have to be super careful with that. And then on top of that, all that bacteria, if, if you don't catch anything, you can throw your bacterial balance off and that's where you get yeast infections and you know bacterial vaginosis and trick and things like that so is it safe to assume in your expert opinion that when a woman when her ph balance is thrown off um and she she contracts these different types of diseases you know trick and uh, even a, a bv anything like that is that sexually transmitted or can that possibly be she you know the soap she uses or something is it always an std or could it just be something that she brought on to uh, brought on herself and it can be self-care related too so if she's not using the right soaps or if she's inserting things that aren't supposed to be going inside the vaginal cavity she can also throw off her own ph so it doesn't have to be him necessarily but typically you can tell the difference it tends to be a little more aggravated when it's coming from an external source versus when you're doing it to yourself. Ah, that's good to know. That's good to know because BV is pretty common, right? Right. It's that's pretty common. common. So, you know, virgins, it doesn't have to be. From right. Sex. So, fellas, I, if, I hope y'all are listening to this because a lot of times y'all be on your bullshit and y'all talk about women and how they smell and all that kind of stuff. And vagina has a smell. Okay. It don't smell like Dove. It don't smell like uh, Victoria's Secret. It don't smell like none of that stuff. It, it, it smells like pussy, right? It has a smell. It is what it is, okay? Mm-hmm. So, but when it has like an extra situation going on, you know, you have to understand with women, we go through a lot. And a lot of times we don't eat the healthiest things. A lot of times we don't drink enough water. A lot of times, you know, the clothes we wear, the, the detergents we use, it's just so many things that will throw our pH balance off. Most importantly, Y'all, and correct me if I'm wrong, y'all are the main culprits of throwing our pH balance off, right? Because if your oral hygiene isn't correct and you down there munching, mm-hmm. and then a couple of days later now, we walking around smelling a little suspicious and you looking at us like, are you smelling like that? It's because you don't floss, nigga. It's right. because you didn't brush, you don't you don't. No your mouthwash mm-hmm. is crazy. Your, 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 your routine ain't up to par with my vagina, correct? Yes, definitely. Okay, wow. so I, I just wanted to put that out there for the fellas because I think a lot of men are so ignorant um, as it pertains to women and our body and our health. Your dirty fingernails when y'all want to be in there, you know, playing Fortnite in there. It's like, yo, your fingernails are dirty. Wash <laughs> your control, wash your fingers. <laughs> yeah, you know, so that's, that, that's good to know. So... What are some things people can use um, that you recommend their pH balance is off? What are some things you recommend? So apple cider vinegar is 
like one of the most popular things that I usually suggest. Most people have it at home and it's easy to get your hands on. Um, you can dilute it with water and then you can use that as an external rinse, but you can also drink it to help balance your pH naturally as well. I drink it. I drink it. I used it once as a wash and I, I don't know if I, maybe I didn't dilute it enough. It burns. Yeah. Not only did it burn, you know what apple cider, apple cider vinegar smells like. Yeah. <laughs> Baby, I was like this. Uh, I'm not going to see anyone for like the next three days or so. Yeah, I was like, God damn, you can't go nowhere with that, that stench on yeah, you. you definitely have to, it's like one part, maybe like a capful to a cup of water. Okay. It's very strong. I was ass backwards. <laughs> <laughs> I was ass backwards. Sure this works. <laughs> I, had, I had about 85% ACV. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, the bird. I was like this. Mm. I can just feel it. No. The bird, and you know what it smells like. So it's just kind of like, all right. So the pH balance. What about as far as mental and emotional health as it pertains to sex? You know what I mean? Can it? So can that's that a. It's the case by case kind of situation, but I always feel like if you're entering a new partnership or if you're talking to somebody new it's really important to kind of reflect first and kind of see where you are as far as what you left previously before you jump into something new just to make sure that you're good before you get involved with someone else so you don't go in with like paranoia or any sort of distrust I think everyone should get a clean slate until they act up and then you start making notes so don't be don't be asleep like you always have to be observant but just don't put your experiences from the last person onto the next person. I agree. I agree. Sometimes it's pretty hard, especially if you um you see similarities, you can get triggered. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, and it, it might not be about nothing, but you, you don't know, especially when you're you've had so much trauma and you just or the last situation you were in was just so crazy. You're looking at everybody the same, and you want to separate, and you want to be like, no, everybody's not the same, and your heart is the right thing to do. But then you meet someone that has, you know, similarities and you're just already like, I'm ready to crack your forehead. I just, <laughs> right. this feels too familiar. yeah, this feels familiar and it's really not. So that's cool. But for the people who have a hard time transitioning and they're celibate and they just, they don't want to give their body away, you know, cause that body count. It, it counts. <laughs> that, 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 that body count. Forget. <laughs> Listen, that damn body count, um, I think a lot of women want to keep it as low as possible. I think a lot of women don't care. It could go either way. But then there is a point in time, I think, in any woman's life, even the, I like your nails, girl, that color. How you out here doing? You you got put those press-ons? Because I'm scared to go outside. I know. What do you you have? Press-ons? It's a dip powder. And you did it yourself? Yeah. Girl, shut up. We're going to have to do it. Uh, you got to show me that because I'm, I'm not even going to show you my nails. I broke one today, though, so. Yeah, like, I, I'm just, I, I can't, I can't. But for the women, huh? When I'm holding those dildos and making them. We about to, we about to get into that. We about to get into that. So what I was going to say was, even the biggest hoes, right? Even the biggest nymphos, at some point, you need a break. Hmm. Coochie need a break, right? You want your body needs a break, your mind, you just don't want to. Ugh. 
But sometimes, <laughs> you know, your cookies, you know, we grown. It's a vagina, damn it. God damn it, cookies. Like I'm talking to my goddamn two-year-old. Sometimes your <laughs> vagina moves and it, it jumps around and it's, it's throwing hints like, hey, hey, feed me, feed me, feed me. Feed <laughs> 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 me. And there's no man around. There's nobody around. You don't want to be bothered. What do you have for us? Do you have any around or like? Actually, I do. Let me go get it. Yes, yes. So everybody, this is Kimmy Lavage. Her site is vlavage.com. I'm telling you, I've ordered a lot of stuff from her. And, um, you know, for the single gals, for the celibate gals, you know, she got some stuff. For couples, you know, everything. This, she has just so much delicious stuff. I haven't ordered from her in a while because, yeah, I need to. But... For those of you that just need some pleasure, she, she's really good. She's knowledgeable. She talks to you about what the toys are for and all that good stuff. She's back. She got some goodies over there. So I'll show you my favorite. Um, here it is. Oh, for, first of all, it's pretty. I, I'm loving this gold. Right. and ooh. So this one is called the Lilo Tiani. And basically, you can use it by yourself. You insert it into the vagina, and then this part goes in the vagina, this part goes on the outside, and then it vibrates. And then Ooh. this, so you can, you can just lay there and you can just click it up, click it down. Oh, that's the, that's the clacker part. Yeah, this is the remote. Oh. This part goes inside. So you can do it by yourself, but if you do want to introduce a partner in there, they can get the remote and then they can control this for you. Oh, that, oh, they can control. Nice. Ooh, delicious. Is that something? Okay, so that's not like the, the vibrating panty thing, right? Is that something you could wear outside? You can. They have to be, I think, at least five feet close to you, but you can wear it. And then they can control it while you're on a date or you're out somewhere. Oh, my so, gosh. Show, show me again. So the, the small part. Yeah, this part goes inside. And then this part goes on the outer area, like the clitoris. So it stimulates the outside, this stimulates the inside, but it's flat enough where you can fit a penis in there too. Ooh, oh, what? Wait a minute. Wait a goddamn minute. Off, you know, off the record, we, we had a conversation. You know, how much, how much you selling that for? Well, this one is a little up there. It's like a hundred and change, but there's varying versions of it. And I have. I want the best of the best there. <laughs> well, but um, I have you, different. Can you click it, it? Click the clacker, and let's hear how how much. Let it me buys. see. Let me see if it's charged. Hold on. Damn it! I hope it's charged. No, it's dead. It's dope. Mm, why is it dead? Little key so you can charge the batteries. And why stuff. is it dead though? Huh? No, this is a demo toy. So I need to... <laughs> so what's going on over I got my own. I got my own, but it's locked away. <laughs> oh my God. I know I kind of threw you, threw, threw you off guard with the toys. I don't know if you have any more laying around you want to show people. Oh no, it's on. I'm kidding. Can you hear it? Oh yes. Yeah, so it works independent of the remote, but the remote is dead. Oh, oh that's even better. Yeah, so you can do it by yourself, or you can, once you charge up the remote, they can do it for you. Oh. Or if you know, if you're in a Zoom call or whatever, you can just turn it on and nobody will know. Not, listen, no, you can't be on a Zoom call like, all right. <laughs> yeah. <this> is, okay. <laughs> 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 
Like, yeah, yeah, you're, you're blushing. It just has this little high. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, fine. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so good. Because they, they recharge. So, you know, you save batteries. You don't have to leave the house. Blizzard, tornado, stay inside warning. You always. And listen, now during this, this whole quarantine thing, vivavag.com, y'all need to just go on that site and order some goodies and try some stuff out. I'm, I'm definitely going to try. What's the name of that thing? It's the Lilo Tiani. The Lethal Tiani? Lilo. Lilo Tiani. Oh, yes. Lilo Tiani. Yeah. Oh, that's delicious. I can't wait to try it. <laughs> oh. We're going we gonna to scale back a little bit about this foolish topic and this thing. Do you find, I think I asked you this, but we didn't really get into it. Do you find that, do you think sex is different based on the situation, right? So you could be with somebody that's really toxic mm-hmm. and the sex is wonderful. It's toxic, you know, toxic sex is sometimes the, the best right yeah so i've heard so we think right <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> versus though healthy sex mm-hmm. healthy sex with a partner because so i look at it like this when you're having toxic sex um the man that you're sleeping with doesn't really value you it's mm-hmm. almost as if he's taking advantage of the fact that it is toxic and it is fucked up and it is wrong. And, and, and it, I think these men know when you're conflicted and they know that you're kind of stuck and it makes, it's an ego booster for them. Yeah. So they go extra hard to be extra good, to turn you out extra bad, you know, to keep you in this fucked up state, right? Is this accurate so far? Definitely. Right? So you have that, cause you're in the fucking twilight zone. You have that versus you're in something healthy. You're in something meaningful. You're with someone that respects you, that loves you, that that is not just trying to fuck you. They want to please your body as a woman, right? Yeah. Do you think there's a difference in um, as far as how good it is? Is good sex just good sex, or is it a difference? I think it. The difference is how you get to the sex. So a lot of times with the toxic relationship, it's a lot of arguing and the pheromones will be at an all-time high because you're yelling and you're stressed and you're upset and you're sad. And then the letdown is when you're having the sex and now you're getting all the good feels, right? Oh, you better school us. (laughs) Wait a minute. Hold on. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. (laughs) So let let me back up a little bit. So basically pheromones are the chemicals that everybody's body emits when they're happy, sad, stressed, horny, you know, whatever the situation may be, they come out in different levels. But a lot of times when you're angry, you'll get a heightened level of pheromones, right? Mm-hmm. So you're hyped up and you don't know where to put all of this energy. And then the sex comes where he's like either trying to make it up to you or calm you down from something he pissed you off about or vice versa. And now you're having this explosive sex and it's good to you because A, it feels good because you have the maximum amount of pheromones. But B, it's also good to you because mentally you're like, oh man, he must love me if he's here having sex with oh. me right now or whatever the case may be. She's schooling. She's schooling. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. That's, the, that's the foolish sex, but you can still achieve that same level of intensity and pleasure with healthy sex. It's just that you're going to get it a different way. They're probably going to be 
trying to make you feel good on purpose. You know, you're having foreplay and you might be getting a massage or after dinner, things like, you know, the nice stuff that you might necessarily have been used to before. And now it's like, what is this guy trying to do? Like, why is he cooking me dinner and rubbing my feet and stuff? You trying to turn me out. You trying to turn me out? It's a bullshit. <laughs> well, you already been turned out by, you know. Just bend me over. Quit all this other shit. <laughs> right, right. What is all this talking and ask me how my day was? I don't, it's unfamiliar, but it's. Yeah. It's, and it's unfortunate too. It's, it's a little Definitely. unfortunate when, you know, you're just not used to somebody. I can't say not giving a fuck. A lot of men don't know how to love. They don't know how to treat a woman. They don't know how to romance. They, they just don't know what it means. They just figure there's attraction. You know, I, you know we're going to fuck around, talk, and then I'm going to bang you over. To them, that's romantic. You know, to them, letting you spend a night after that is cool. You know what I'm saying? Calling you the next day is romantic for them. They, have, they don't have a fucking clue, right? And it's like, if, you, if all of your relationships consisted of that, and then you meet someone that's like gentle and they want to talk to you and they want to rub their feet and ask you how's your day and they want to kiss on you and shit. You're just kind of like, you're so used to being rushed to the bed. You're like, what is this? And you, or you feel like there's a motive because you've not experienced that before. Right. So if you're not mature enough, you would probably think that this man is um, slow. He moved too slow. He corny. He taking too long. You'll start thinking like that versus he's being patient with me. I don't feel rushed. This is how it's supposed to be. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think as a result, the sex, in my opinion, it's 10 times better because you're, you know, you're being allowed to just process what's happening before you actually, especially when it's the first time, you know what I mean? You're, you're processing like, okay, you, you're feeling the vibe, you're feeling the energy, you're kind of feeling with it. You know, energy don't lie. Mm -hmm. Energy does not lie. So it's like when this person is being patient with you and taking their time, you have that moment to process whether you want to run and fake a stomach ache. <laughs> <laughs> You could just be like this, oh, wait, my stomach, or you could just relax and be like, yeah, this, this is about to go down. He's he all right. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times when it's a romantic relationship or something built out of love, it's catered towards you. So it feels different because now this person is trying to figure out what works for you, what you like, what you don't like, as opposed to other people where it's just like, let me, let me fuck this and get out of here because I got other shit to do. I got other bitches to fuck. Right, I got, I got <laughs> let me get her out the way so I can go knock down number two and three. Exactly. You know, spread them nuts out because you know they spread them nuts out, you know. Community <laughs> team. I'm, I'm on to y'all community team. And I'm like, I do. It's a strategy. Yeah, y'all hit one early in the day, get her out the way. Y'all do y'all running around, get y'all life re-up. Y'all schedule the other one, knock her down. And then the, the, the last one is the worst because she the one that don't get nothing, really. Y'all just Lazy. bong, bong, bong and keep <laughs> moving on her. You know, that community piece, y'all the devil, y'all. Y'all the devil. Mm -hmm. And repent and get y'all shit together and stop spreading. Splash some, some holy water on them real right. quick. Splash <laughs> some goddamn sangria on y'all. Y'all cut this shit. <laughs> Kimmy Lavage, this was wonderful. I appreciate you. Please tell the people where they can find you on Instagram, where they can find your stuff and all that good stuff. Instagram is Kimmy Lavage, K-I-M-I-L-E-V-A-D-G-E, short for vagina. 
Um, uh, the website is vforvag.com and then the store is shop.vforvag.com. I love you, dear. Thank you so much. And I'm buying that uh that Lilo was Lilo and Clint was it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling it Lilo and Clint. Damn it. That's what it's gonna do. I know that. <laughs> Thank you. Bye guys. <laughs> <laughs>